0: and welcome back to the One Globe 360 podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Dom from series two of Race Across the World. Dom competed on the show with his sister Lizzie and today we're going to be talking about Dom's experience on Race Across the World as well as answering some questions that people have have asked on Instagram. So Dom, my first question for you is a pretty general one. What would you say was your highlight of the whole series?
1: My highlight? See, that's a tricky question because there's countless amount of moments that me and Lizzie can sort of think back to but I think it has to be and it is odd that first sort of pool that we went to in um, Mexico it was just straight off the bat that was only on the second day and it was just absolutely stunning and I think that's when it hit me and Lizzie what we were actually doing I think we still were we still really weren't sure what we got ourselves into and it was all a bit nerve-wracking at the start but then just to settle down and finally see something really stunning Mm -hmm. I think that was just that really resonated with me that moment
0: and um, I mean, because I spoke to um, to Jenny, Mon, and Jamil, and that, as I said, and they said that moment in Ushuaia at the end, when you guys all got to the end, that was one of their like highlights as well because you'd got through. You know, I don't know how long you were doing it for. Was it about fifty days? And you'd got from you know Mexico City. Well.
1: Fifty-two days. Yeah. This, something like.
0: That. Yeah, and you'd got and you'd done that. You know that whole journey. What was the ending like? Because I know on TV it looked amazing.
1: Yeah, the ending. It was such a surreal feeling because. We'd done everything up to this point, And I always felt like the end would be a very competitive push. Yeah. And I always sort of dreaded not coming first. But then when we got to the end and me and Lizzie knew that we weren't going to come first, it was just like an overwhelming sense of relief, a sense of achievement. And I think uh, just like the sheer tiredness of the whole experience. But just to be there at the end, it was just a fantastic feeling, yeah.
0: And in terms of your most challenging part of the race, what would you say? Would you say it was budgeting? You know, not having a lot of money, or
1: um, it was it was tricky. I think obviously the seizure would stand out as like the toughest moment for not just me but for Lizzie as well.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think besides from that, obviously that was physically and mentally a very draining experience. But I think the thing that took us by surprise was the language barrier mm-hmm. and. Uh, struggling to communicate with everyone we needed help from or just anyone in general and I think you actually it actually drains you a lot more than you realize yeah I think I was to ever go back to South America I'd try and sort of brush up on my Spanish a bit (laughs)
0: yeah that's the thing you know because it's like with series one they were going through so many different countries and the language barrier was obviously an issue and it is something that I guess everyone who travels they have to sort of encounter is that language barrier and it can be hard um yeah. especially like and i think also
1: without, without a phone it makes it even more difficult because yeah. nowadays you can play on google translate but it, i didn't i tried to take a spanish dictionary with me and i had it confiscated off me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i guess it's hard as well you know you're having to book buses like book tickets for buses like that sort of thing and it's like crucial information <laughs> that you're needing to get across about what time you want to go but it's in a different language so yeah exactly.
1: difficult. You that Then it could lead to you being two days behind or three days behind. So it is really important to pick out the things you understand. But I think quite often, like people would give us directions, and me and Lizzie would nod like, "Oh yes, okay." (laughs) Yeah.
0: And in terms of if you could do the race again, would you change anything? And if so, what would you change and why?
1: Ooh, good question. I think um, it's very easy to of look back in hindsight and think about all the things you would have done differently and obviously coming third and not first I think if I was to do it again I'd probably take like take more time and probably enjoy the experience a bit more but obviously at the time we were trying to win so there's there's no point looking back in hindsight at that but I think if I was ever do the trip again I'd definitely slow it down and try enjoy the experiences a lot more I think
0: yeah because I mean like I said when I spoke to some of the other contestants from the show they said that it, at the start they found it hard to find that balance between the between the race and also taking it all in you know doing things they wanted to do along the way do you think that you and lizzie found that balance or was it hard at the start to to get that now, balance
1: at, at the start we were very like race driven and yeah. even though on that second day we had that beautiful um scenery with the infinity pools but we very much were like look let's just get to the first checkpoint we need to get the first leg done out of the way Mm -hmm. and then on the second leg we actually managed to come first but it was actually our least enjoyable leg despite coming first because we literally just rushed through the whole of the rest of Central America and we just felt like we weren't enjoying ourselves then the leg after we tried to sort of balance well, yeah, we tried to find a balance between enjoying the experiences and racing, and then we sort of took it a bit too far, and then we went all the way back into last place. (laughs) So it was just trying to find a medium between the two, and it was really hard, because you don't know what everyone else is doing. So it was just, yeah, it was unbelievably difficult trying to work out whether you want to enjoy yourself or whether you want to race. But I think by the end, we just, we found our confidence, and I think we worked out a way of enjoying ourselves but moving at a quick speed and it was it, it didn't t- it took about five or six weeks until we sort of really found that medium.
0: Yeah, and I think talk to me a little bit about you know you you speak about the reason that you and Lizzie went on the show was to sort of rebuild your you know your relationship you know as siblings. Talk to me about whether you found the show sort of helpful in that way and and your sort of journey along the way with that.
1: I think me and Lizzie knew when we were applying for the show that this was something that was going to benefit our mm-hmm. relationship because I think as siblings even if you fall out you're always going to be close and I think we knew we were going to be arguing the whole way but I think we sort of got to a point where we felt this was like a necessary experience to go through mm-hmm. for us to really get close again because yeah. we before we literally just siblings we weren't friends really at all we didn't confide in each other we didn't really do anything in our spare time with each other and I think to be forced into a situation like this was probably the best thing we could have possibly done
0: yeah <laughs> even yeah. though it
1: was uncomfortable at times it was something I th- think that was that needed to happen and we both look back now and we're so happy that we did it with each other because we've got this whole experience and all these memories to look back that we've shared just us two it's not with mum and dad there as well or other family and friends it is just mine and her experience with each other really
0: And I mean, you speak about how fantastic an experience it was. Can you talk to me a little bit about the application process, sorry. And have you got any tips for people who'd like to apply for the show, who are like, you know, considering they've they've watched series one and series two now. Um, Yeah, any tips for them looking to consider applying?
1: Well, with the the application process, um, it was actually Lizzie that did the majority of it. Um, I actually hadn't watched series one. Um, I sort of went into this quite blindly she was like oh do you want to apply for this show and I was like what is it and she was like oh you race across the world and I was like sign me up that's fine yeah (laughs) Um, but then as the application went on I'd sort of realized what I was getting myself into and I was like gosh if we actually get onto this show this is going to be a difficult task Mm -hmm. but I think any tips that I give to people would be just be yourself and I know it sounds like quite a cliche thing but I think what they're looking for is people that are natural and they want to see natural relationships develop on camera and Mm -hmm. I think what they saw in me and Lizzie was that we actually weren't that close but we had a history of being close when we were younger and I think that's what they picked up on if I'd say to anyone if you're going to apply make sure it's organic don't try make yourself more interesting don't make up a story just honestly be yourself
0: Mm -hmm. and in terms of like the popularity of the show so I think the show has been well it was so popular you know it was shown during lockdown every Sunday for me I absolutely loved it I looked forward to it so much every Sunday and I read that the average viewing for each episode was about it was about three million or just over that which is amazing what has life been like since race across the world in terms of social media interviews like people noticing you what's it been like
1: well initially when the show was actually out we were in full lockdown so I wasn't leaving the house so I've didn't really gauge outside how popular it was I could see on social media how things were blowing up like mine and Lizzie's Instagrams just as the series went on just started to skyrocket and yeah. that really took me by surprise <laughs> but um I think now as I've started i started going out exercising more and I've been to a few friends and stuff I'm starting to get recognized a lot more than I initially thought I yeah. was going to be yeah. and it is someone like me and Lizzie I'd say or what you could say, are normal people, people come up to me and they they sort of chat to me as if they're like, oh, hi Dom, and I'm just like expecting to see someone I know behind me, but it's because they've seen our journey, they feel like they do know us. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just really interesting to sort of hear everyone everyone else's perspective on what they saw and what they thought mine and Lizzie's relationship was like. And I think, yeah, it's been odd, but I've actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: good. I mean, it's been brilliant to see, you know, every contestant's got this platform now, you know with Emon and Jamil they're doing their charity work that they're really trying to promote and you know I spoke to you I guess a little bit briefly about what I've been doing and you said you'd love to get into sort of like doing more travel sort of like writing or like a brand that sort of thing and a blog or something have you got any more future travel plans or sort of anything more to do with travel you'd like to get into I think
1: it like really kicked in a desire to sort of or an appetite should I say mm-hmm. to travel more yeah. and I think mm-hmm. me and Liti both already had quite a love for traveling mm-hmm. but um, in, in particular I think I want to go back to South America just because I can't say that I fully ticked it off the bucket list because everywhere we stopped was just such a short amount of time yeah and I'd loved to uh, document it all and try I meet up with people that we met along the way mm-hmm. and sort of spent a lot more time and just slowing it down and sort of getting to do all the things that I wish I could have done that I saw yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could do them.
0: <laughs> and in terms of your mindset before the race, how did you approach it? Did you, you know, plan tactics before you got on the plane? Did it sort of progress along the way? How would you say you approached it?
1: Well... I think in hindsight i wish that me and lizzie probably prepared slightly more um (laughs) with our approach for a lot of things in life is we tend to just win things uh, with a lack of preparation and we sort of were on that start line and i remember thinking like i was looking across at the other contestants and i thought oh god these guys have like heavily prepared for this what me and lizzie got ourselves into (laughs) but i think we, we genuinely didn't really prepare ourselves in and we and it was difficult to do that because we didn't know where we were going so it there was I suppose we could have sort of got ourselves fit and healthy or packed our bags really thoroughly mm-hmm. but besides from that we couldn't plan where we were going we couldn't all we were given was a kit list saying it could be hot and it could be cold so yeah. make sure
0: you prepare. prepare for both <laughs> yeah I guess that's so yeah. hard because you didn't know where you were going so it's almost you can't really prepare because you could be literally starting anywhere around the world, finishing anywhere around the world. So, you know, you can't really prepare.
1: Preparing might have held us back in a sense Mm -hmm. because I feel like you had to be quite flexible. You had to be quite pragmatic because it was the unknown. Yeah. If you, I felt overly prepared for something and then it didn't go in the direction you prepared for, you'd be behind everyone else who's just prepared for anything. Yeah. So I think, we got to Heathrow and we were going through um, the gate and that's literally as we go- went through the gate, that's when we saw Mexico City and that's when we were like, oh gosh, we've got to brush up on our Spanish now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy though, that you literally found out as you, well, you're walking onto the plane, like there's no backing out there, yeah. you're, you're off to Mexico City and, and that's that. I mean, were you just incredibly excited? Had you thought you might be going somewhere else? Did you have any idea at all?
1: Um well, sort of gauging from the last series, because mm-hmm. they travelled across Asia and yeah. parts of Europe, I thought we were sort of trying to like, whittle it down mm-hmm. to where it could possibly be. And South America was definitely up there, because we know yeah. that's one of the big travel parts mm-hmm. of the world. But I think when we realised it was Mexico City, it was, a, well, a mixture of excitement, but definitely nerves. Because yeah. I think it, well, we were getting close to this point where we knew it was all going to start, and the next two months we weren't going to stop so yeah. it was sort of that feeling like right okay I've got to prepare myself for two months of just pure grit and determination yeah
0: definitely and in terms of the format of race across the world in terms of not being able to fly through you know three different countries would you say that's made you consider this style of traveling for the future
1: definitely I think if I was to revisit South America or anywhere else in the world a it's more cost effective to use mm-hmm. the buses and yeah. at first buses do seem a little bit uncomfortable me and Lizzie got used to it quite quickly and if you want to get through a journey what we do is we get our pillow and we'd fall asleep and it was quite easy just to sort of learn how to do that and Mm -hmm. I think what you don't realize on a plane is that you miss all the stuff in between the places you're visiting yeah and I think me and Lizzie got a lot of pleasure out of just looking out the bus window like some of the best views I saw were out of the bus window yeah like easily yeah, and I think it was nice just to sort of gaze out the window and just think about stuff. And I think that was definitely like one of it was sort of like our rest respite. Mm-hmm. Like I think we would stare out the window and we'd think about things. And I would definitely suggest getting boxes. A, just because they're cost effective, but B, you get to take in everything that's around you as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's like it's sort of simplifying travel in a way. You know, you you just break break you know break it down to just traveling for a country immersing yourself in the culture i think for me watching the show it makes me want to travel in that way as well because i've only ever traveled sort of you know flying to country to country but it offered Mm -hmm. a different perspective to traveling which i think sort of simplifies it in a way you know just just you know getting a bus through or you know getting you know a train through somewhere it it simplifies it and it gives you a different perspective which i think is fantastic
1: and I think also some of the bus experiences we had, maybe especially more in Central America, mm-hmm. they were incredible experiences in themselves. Some of these buses we got on, they were called um, chicken buses in <laughs> Guatemala. And they had people on there selling products, preaching, people all dressed up. And it's just, yeah. it wasn't just the bus ride. It wasn't just traveling on a bus. It was mm-hmm. an experience in itself.
0: Yeah, amazing. And in terms of what would you say as as more advice, what would you say to people who have... A desire to travel but are being held back by a fear or a lack of self-confidence?
1: Um, I think it's one of those things where it's very easy for someone to say like just go do it because mm-hmm. obviously fear does fear does hold you back. Sorry, have I just disappeared? That's
0: all right, you're back now. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you're all good.
1: <laughs> um I think it's very easy for someone to say who's been travelling just Go chuck yourself out there and do it. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you've got a lot of fears and you lack confidence, it can be something that is really tricky. And I think maybe not not so well. It's not necessarily towards me, but I think witnessing what how Lizzie progressed and how she developed through the race. Yeah, she was someone that I don't. She she she's a confident person, but she did lack a lot of confidence in terms of travelling. And I think watching her develop and blossom into a more confident traveller, and Mm -hmm. I think it was. It just shows I think it shows you that anyone can put themselves in that situation and as humans we adapt quite quickly and I think it's sort of it is just a confidence thing. I think the best way to do it is just chuck yourself out there and into the unknown. I know that can seem like a daunting experience, but all I can say is that if me and Lizzie can do it, then that sort of shows you that anyone can do it. We're all like not all the contestants for that matter. Mm -hmm. We were all relatively unexperienced in what we were doing but um apart from mom, he's done everything yeah. <laughs> but, yeah but like it honestly shows you that if you just put your mind to it or you just throw yourself into a situation mm-hmm. you can just sort of adapt and get
0: on with it and definitely yeah and would you say that as a result of, of all of this and your experiences would you say your perception and, and opinion of traveling has changed as a result of everything that you did on race across the world
1: definitely i think uh, one thing that well the biggest thing that resonated with me and lizzie i think was um our perspective on life at home compared to life in all these different places we visited mm-hmm. and i think it really did make us appreciate what we've got at home even though we might not necessarily necessarily been so happy at home before yeah. we left when we came home we just felt like we appreciated everything more because we saw people out there that were so happy, even though they had such little amount of material, materialistic things. And I think we realised how important our family were whilst we were out there. And I just think with um, sort of observing other cultures and how they work can sort of benefit you, and you mm-hmm. learn so much. I think I learned more travelling than I might have in my entire sixth form. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's a strange thing to say. Uh, I think it's very cliche to say like, or oh, you learn a lot about yourself." But I mm-hmm. think. For me and Lizzie, it was definitely a perspective. Uh, it changed our perspectives of like life at home, and it, I think it's definitely made us happier people as well.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, for me, like I've I've done sort of a lot of traveling over the last few years. I mean, I'm at university now, but I did a gap year before university, um and it was just fantastic for me with my confidence, just like independence, getting myself out there. I had this real thing of trying to say yes to more things. You know, put myself outside of my comfort zone. Um, and, you know, I went to South America as well. And I know what you mean. I saw, you know, I saw the way people live their lives and just we have so many things here that they don't have that we take for granted. And it was interesting to see, you know, the lives they live and what they have. And they're just happy with what they have. And, you know, that's amazing. Uh,
1: definitely. Yeah. And I think it it was just special to see because. when you're at home you sort of forget that there's so many other places in the world and you sort of get stuck in your own in your own little bubble Mm -hmm. and then once you get there and you see what's out there you realize how a insignificant you are in in terms of the whole world yeah also as you said you see how happy these people are with a lot less than what we've got at Mm -hmm. home so you come home appreciating everything that you've got so much more
0: yeah no, I think and I think the show demonstrated that, you know, especially you, you all the, the contestants throughout the show, you know, did things, activities, met people, the local people. And it showed how appreciative and grateful you all were of having those experiences. Um, so talking about the other contestants, have you kept in contact with everyone else from the show? Like, you know, whether that be contestants or the camera crew, have you kept in contact? Yeah,
1: yeah. So we've got a big WhatsApp group and mm-hmm. we, we keep up Quite often, and uh, we've even done a socially distanced uh, little sort of barbecue. Yeah, um, so we all went around to her because, um, well, she's not seen anyone in, in ages, so we went and we've seen everyone, and we were still in contact with some of the producers as well. It was mm-hmm. like we were on, like, it was like a race across the world family in a weird yeah. way. <laughs> like, it wasn't the contestants, it was mm-hmm. everyone that worked on the show. We were such a nice tight knit group, mm-hmm. and I think part of it. That was part of the reason why it was such a special experience was the people we shared it with as well.
0: Yeah. And talk to me a little bit about the, the camera crew and everything that goes on behind the scenes because I know obviously the show is one hour a week and that one hour basically is your, you know, per leg is one hour. So that's a seven, you know, five to seven day leg. What goes on behind the scenes? How, just how important are the, the camera crew and the, the production crew? It, their
1: job. I have no idea how they do it, because mm-hmm. you see us with all our bags running around, but they've got all that heavy equipment, but they're following us yeah <laughs> so if if any their job is harder than what ours was, and I think I have a lot of admiration for the production crew and the camera and the camera and women because mm-hmm. they were just it was such an arduous job for them, but I think we we sort of clashed a little bit because uh we wanted to go as fast as we could, and they yeah. wanted to capture everything so yeah. those are two very conflicting things and I think sometimes it did lead to like a, a, a few clashes yeah. especially with me and Lizzie and our produce. off camera we were the, we were really close we we've built up quite strong relationships with these people because they suddenly knew everything about our lives mm-hmm. they were sleeping in the same rooms as us they were sharing the same buses as us and yeah they were part of the art all experience just as much as all the contestants were so it was just like you went through this whole thing with these two people you've never met before yeah
0: no i mean they're speaking to you know iman and Jamil and jen as well they said just how incredible the the camera crew were and the fact that like you said especially well especially with the end bit of the the show when there was a race between iman and Jamil and and jen and rob and they were racing up to the top and you know, that camera crew, they were following and filming everything, which is incredible. Um, Really, really awesome. So in terms of, I'm just going to move on to now to the questions from Instagram. So I've got five questions. So the first question is from Ellis. Um, and he said, during the race, did you ever doubt yourself and think about dropping out?
1: Um, There was never a point where me and Lizzie considered dropping out, even though Lizzie may have said the words, I give up," I yeah. know she didn't mean them. Yeah. Um, there was... <laughs> There was one moment in Chile where after the seizure had happened and then we got stuck in the desert and we were we looked like we were going to be behind by three days. And at that point, we seriously doubted our competition in the race. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, we thought, well, is there much point doing it? We never thought, should we drop out? But it did feel like it wasn't worth racing anymore because yeah. we were, well, possibly so far, but when there's that much time left in the race, anything can happen and you don't know what's happening to the other teams. So I think we always thought in our heads, just keep going, keep going, Mm -hmm. keep going. And we showed it that we managed to catch up all that time. So it would have been silly to give up in that moment.
0: Yeah. I mean, your sort of like comeback as such was remarkable. I mean, you caught up so much time, you know, I know you, you weren't quite there at the end, racing up to the top, but you were so close. And especially with what happened you know, with your seizure and, and sort of, you say, being put back three days or so, um, out of everyone in the race, I think you guys were the most sort of like remarkable moment of like how much you, you caught up, which was, you know, as an audience watching, was amazing to see just, you know, just how much... Um, yeah. You must have gathered so much strength, both of you, after what had happened to to carry on and to to race back as quickly as you did.
1: Definitely, and... It was nice because at each checkpoint we started catching up more and more, and mm-hmm. me and Lizzie really got massive boost in confidence as the race went on. Towards the end, we wished we had that confidence at the start. Yeah, but it was—I think it was something that sort of developed from something so bad happening, like the seizure. I think it became something so positive for us. And yeah. as you said, I think we've gained a lot of strength and a lot of grit from mm-hmm. going through that because we did just have to get our heads down and get on with it.
0: Yeah, and. I'll just move on to the next question now. So this one's from George, and George said, has Race Across the World encouraged you to do more travelling?
1: Definitely, 100%. I am dying to get back out
0: there <laughs> and
1: see more of the world, and my list is far too long, that's the problem. Yeah. And uh, It's really like funny how when the show came out, obviously we're all in lockdown, and watching it back sort of resurged this, like, hunger and desire to go traveling again but yeah. obviously we're very sort of stuck at home at the moment but um yeah my list is very long and I'm I think I'm going to see if I can do as much as I can possibly can whilst I can
0: yeah awesome and a question um from Lizzie actually and uh, not not your Lizzie a different Lizzie um was it <laughs> was it difficult um at times traveling with a sibling
1: uh undoubtedly yes um and I think it would be the same with a lot of siblings like they all understand that um maybe that's the one person in your life that can really push your buttons mm-hmm. and that yeah. is me and lizzie down to a T. we just <laughs> we know how to wind each other up and we even though we did enjoy it we argued every day without mm-hmm. fail I yeah i can assure you that <laughs> we only saw some of the arguments on <laughs> um but it's hard and it's probably not something that your sibling isn't the first person you'd think to go traveling with yeah i certainly wasn't from Anyway, Mm -hmm. i'd probably go with a friend or even probably by myself i wouldn't think to go with a sibling but i could i could not recommend it more if you feel like you need to connect to your sibling i think going out and traveling the world and doing something incredible like that is the best way to sort of boost your relationship really yeah
0: definitely and so the next question is from mary and she said is there a place that another team visited during the race that you're particularly envious about
1: Yes, there is one that me and Lizzie had gutted we didn't go to, go to see, and that was... Um, oh, sorry. Did I go again? Yeah, you're all
0: good. <laughs> you're <Sorry>. all good.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah, there's definitely one place that me and Lizzie had gutted that we missed, and it was right at the start where um, Jamil Animon and Chantal Michael went to Belize, uh-huh. and they came to that first checkpoint and they said how incredible it was. It was like a paradise island. And then we watched it back on the series, and I'm so annoyed that we didn't go because that is just my idea of heaven there yeah just like,
0: it looked incredible
1: beautiful caribou beautiful seas beautiful beaches and yeah we, I was I think me and Lizzie are desperate to go back there actually yeah
0: it looked incredible but it's so hard isn't it because like I said before there's the balance between the race and also trying to enjoy things and go to as many countries as you can so it must be frustrating at times to think you're planning, you're thinking, I, we really want to go here, but it just doesn't work with the race. Did you get frustrated at times with, with that?
1: Yeah, De- definitely. I think that was epitomised by the second leg where me and Lizzie ended up coming first. Mm-hmm. We went through four com- no, yeah, four countries in three days. Yeah. So we went from Honduras through the Nicaragua, from Nicaragua to Costa Rica, Costa Rica to Panama in the mm-hmm. space of three days. And... Costa Rica especially was a place that we were really looking forward to but it was quite frustrating for us to sort of pick ourselves up and be like right we've got to get on a bus even though you're surrounded by all this beauty and all these amazing things yeah you just had to go back to sitting on a hot bus yeah <laughs> but that, that was the most frustrating thing for us I think was not being able to stop and take things in mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah and then the last question that I've got here is from Jeremy sorry Jeremy <laughs> said his name wrong Jeremy said which country would you not visit again and why
1: oh um I mean we, we had positive experiences in most countries but mm-hmm. I'd have to say and I don't mean to be harsh if anyone is from Honduras <laughs> I'm sorry but it's maybe nothing to do with the country but me and Lizzie didn't have a particularly great experience in Honduras yeah uh, this is where we had our biggest argument mm-hmm. um every I think Quite a few times, uh, people were trying to... We could tell they were trying to get more money out of us than what we should be paying. Yeah. And we felt slight, slightly a bit unnerved at one point at how dangerous the situation was. And I think yeah. those three things together probably made it our least favourite country on of the whole journey. But I think... I'm not shutting it down. I'd probably go back and have an amazing experience. But yeah. within the race, that was probably our favourite country, I think. And Lizzie would say
0: the same. The same, yeah. <laughs> it is difficult because... You know, before I went to South America, I'd always wanted to go, but I felt a little bit fearful just because I'd heard things. You hear stories about the safety in some countries. So I did a group trip, um, which meant it was an organised tour and everything. I felt completely safe and that sort of thing. But, you know, it is difficult, I guess, linking back to the sort of advice of people wanting to travel. You know, it is difficult sometimes because people might be a little bit fearful. They've heard things, like I said, about a certain country. But I guess things happen everywhere. You know, even in the UK, You've got to be careful, yeah. you know, so... Exact Yeah. And I
1: think you explained that perfectly, that if you are slightly worried about how dangerous a place might be, then maybe book an organised trip for that mm-hmm. particular country. Yeah. Or if you plan ahead, you can make it a lot safer for you. But obviously with me and Lizzie, it was very, like, random. We were just going to yeah. random towns. So more the unknown, that was scary, I think. Yeah. It, I'm sure Honduras is a lovely holiday destination, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yes. but, uh, Maybe do a bit of planning beforehand before
0: you go. Yeah, awesome. Well, that is all the questions that I have um, today. So thank you so much once again for coming on the podcast. It's going to be posted no, tomorrow. Um, thank you for me. No, thank you so much. So yeah, it'll be posted tomorrow. So I will send you the links um, and everything. It'll be up on Spotify um, about five pm tomorrow. So um, I will let you know and send you the links and everything.
1: Awesome.
0: Yes, lovely to chat to you. Take care. Have a great and day.
1: Good. Good luck. Good luck with the blog.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.